I'm not taking no disrespect from anybody. Welcome to Dads Being Dads, episode 261. He's Randy, I'm Jason, and uh, we're, we're here with for three weeks in a row, although I didn't post the show last week yet, so it'll drop on Wednesday, which is tomorrow, and we're recording now, so there's going to be overlap, and we're going to get over it, and it's going to be awesome. And uh, welcome. I'm glad to have everybody here with us today, joining us with our rants and raves and commentary on the situation of we did a I think we a did a mobile version of the show yeah we did a little bit of a live version for someone uh we had to go uh that, yeah we gotta talk about that or not well just to, we, we were all on it we were carpooling somewhere and we'll talk yeah. about the volunteering because that's that's important i think four of us in the car and they said hey are you guys doing still doing that show and he said yeah yeah they're like well, what kind of stuff do you do and we're like you know i don't know and just talk about things that are <laughs> happening and whatnot and then we end up just talking in the car the whole yeah. way this is this is kind of it right here that's yeah we kind of riffed right right, right there we got into some idea <laughs> is... exchanges where you know we weren't in total alignment but there was some a lot of overlap and uh we yeah. realized that like hey we're doing the show we started arguing about, well not really arguing we started discussing the uh I don't even remember. We I, I, oh, I remember. I, I, I'm going to get to it. I, we uh, discussed the, um, I don't know how to say oh, this, the but book. The, yeah. the, the, well, the book, yes. And then, and then we were like, well, what, what kind of thing would it be equivalent? I said, well, is driver's ed a public service or is it a public uh-huh. disservice? And you're like, oh yeah, darn it. See, uh, the, I'm being vague about the book because yeah. I, I promised myself I wouldn't bring it up on the show. So it's a secret topic there, but, um, but okay. I, I can bring, the, I can bring the pub- a, equivalent book up if you'd like equivalent no, what was the public service the public service wasn't the book so so yes yeah, so, so okay well let's get right into it then because okay okay uh, yeah so here is a bit of a conundrum which mm-hmm. uh happened on the local parents page uh and it, it kind of overlapped with what you were the the situation you were explaining so we can take your situation out and just use my situation good someone got on the facebook and was asking if this was a a, a certain um they took a screenshot of the first page of a book, I believe, and they asked if this was if if the other parents in town felt that this was appropriate reading material for their fourteen year old daughter. I don't think the gender, the daughter, son thing doesn't matter, but for their fourteen year old, and apparently it was. This, assigned by the teacher. So mm-hmm. it, this was classwork. And uh, uh, the subject matter was, it starts, the book starts off and it's from a, it's a first person account of a woman or a girl. I think it was a girl, like underage. Like <laughs> what's the cutoff? 18? I, I want to say the girl was a young teenager, like maybe 14, 15 years old. Right. Okay. And she's describing her, um, affection, infatuation, I don't know what you would call it, how the strong emotions that she's having for another classmate who's also a girl and attraction, how, I think is attraction, yes. And how they are like sneaking around trying to find places where they can have privacy so that they can be physical with each other. And uh, what are we talking? First base, second I base? Didn't, didn't get into it. They said they were hiding in the back of their uh, one of the one of the girl's brother's Mustang. His brother was off to college. The Mustang was in the car. Was in the driveway. They were using the car as their like makeout place. That's about right. It. But they didn't say this is similar to the book I was reading. Is that they don't get into any of the details. Yes, right. So they would just say things like, you know, I want to love you so much. A lot of it's implied. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of implications. This is interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. so we're gone. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, the gentleman felt, I believe, and it was implied that. He felt the subject matter was a little too, uh, because it was a girl and a girl. Well, he didn't come out and say that. Um, and I don't know if, in in fact, he went to the point of saying that, um, I didn't really think that that mattered. And so, okay, here I am. I have a 12 year old son who's, it doesn't matter, but I'm, we're getting there, right? And I do be, I do agree with him somewhat, but I definitely tend to lean much more conservatively. Conservatively, uh, what's the word? I'm, I couldn't find the word in the car either, but um, I don't want to say provi- provident. What's it? Provincial? 
but a little bit like old fashioned-y, sort of. Let, prudish? Not prude. Well, I don't know. For 14-year-olds, yeah, I'm prudish for 14-year-olds, right? <laughs> I, I'll admit, like, I th- I do think we're, and I've said, I've said as much on the show before, we're, we're sexualizing these kids far too young, I think, and just sort of normalizing the well, there's a teen difference sex between, thing. Is, no, there's a difference between sexualizing the kids, like treating them and treating what they do as, as something sexual and, and just educating them. And saying, hey, here's a situation that could arise. This is not necessarily you, but this happens. And here's something that happens. And here's something that happens. So I, there's definitely a big difference there. Well, I think we and got, I do think we got to be careful, right? Because when you dramatize why? it. You, well, because when you dramatize it, you could, you, you, the child may put themselves in the, um, you know, you, so. you, they're, of course they are. They're going to relate to you. Well. If they relate to it, they relate they, yeah, to it. And well, then it's sort of, it's sort of sort of justifies their feelings, right? Well, right, but that's what I'm saying. That's that's how you normalize something. You justify it to the point where it becomes accepted, be, even though maybe- But it is should. normal. I would not- If, <laughs> if I find my 14-year-old daughter sneaking around, boy or girl, I, I, yeah. hanging out in our cars in the driveway so they can be have physical relationships, I'm going to have an issue with that. Like, I, I, yeah, I, the, the, the sneaking around um, thing is one thing. Okay. The- the lack of honesties and you know, but but what but do you want? I'm to very tell you, but it, this is not a. You're right, you're right. This is not a black and white issue by any means. But I think this is how you get into the honesty and the openness, right? If they if if this is something that they can read about, that you can talk about with them, that you can say, hey, this type of stuff is going to happen. You're probably going to start feeling this way, you know. And I want you to know that it's normal. And I want you to know that you can talk to us about any of these things so they wouldn't be sneaking around. Like, that's how that happens. They sneak around because they don't think you're, you're going to freak out on them. Oh, and they oh. know you are because clearly you're going to. And <laughs> so you, you can pretty much guarantee that they're going to sneak around. What? You just don't know when because they're never going to tell you. What, do you think I'm an idiot? Like, I'm not going to be able to catch them. I catch them all the time what? sneaking around. <laughs> What do you think they're gonna figure out how to sneak around as teenagers? The like point I wasn't isn't one to catch them and punish them. The point is to make sure they know they See, can trust I, you. I, I I think we're gonna have a different we're gonna have a different experience. I think I think I'm gonna you know my I'm I'm teaching my kids to operate with honesty and integrity and. Uh, I, I don't think some of the behaviors in that book were I, like, I, like I said, I've read two paragraphs I, I, and I don't, I definitely am not naming the author or the book. I, not that I know any either, but I could easily look it up specifically because I don't, I don't want to pass a lot of judgment on a bunch of content I haven't read. Right. You so know? I was never a teenage girl for one thing. Uh, I, I was for a week and then. I, then I, I went back. So I don't know what it's like to be them. So there's there's certainly books we probably should read to understand that better. In fact, one of my fellow dads, I'm going to look it up. One of my fellow dads in town, and sometimes I think he's just messing with everybody because yeah. he usually is, posted something like this into that. So effect so, so this is interesting, right? Because my, my wife, <clears throat> thank goodness, was a uh, teenage girl, right? And um, uh-huh. I, she has... In the last few years, or uh, she has a like has within my memory brought out her diary from that age and read mm-hmm. some of the stuff in there, and it's kind of astounding, like how um, it, uh, it it uh, it aligns. Let me let me go as far as to say it Just aligns the with the that- the feelings yeah. that or some of the comments that came out of this book. So I, yes, I do think like the, the curiosity, the emotions, the, that, that stuff saying is all normal, but no, no, let me finish my <laughs> sentence because, because I, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of like starting to work on cleaning out my office once again. Right. And so yeah. my wife's like, I need more filing cabinet space. So I was cleaning out the filing cabinet. Well, what did I find? And like kind of buried a little bit under the filing cabinet. I don't think she's hiding it by any means. Cause no it's idea. right there. Well, her diary <laughs> from when she was 14, and um, I opened it, yeah, like last night. Whoa. I opened it to like read, like flip. I mean, this is thirty years ago, you right? Can't she, read her diary. Stop! And she has read parts of it to me. And you know, <laughs> we we've been married almost twenty years. So I was like, eh, you know, I don't, I don't really think I'm betraying her trust. She didn't like hide it that well, and she knows I, I'm in this filing cabinet. I couldn't even read one page because I felt like I was betraying her trust, and I put it back. I was like, I, I don't feel right reading this. Like, I don't. This is her in a different time in her life, and this is not. 
she did not write this for me. She's not yeah. expecting, you know, she didn't even know I existed at the time. So I put did it back. a big chocolate thumbprint in there too? <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. But, and, and I know she listened to the show, so she's going to hear all this. And I, and I think she, like I said, she's read portions of it to me. She's talked about, she read portions where she described, you know, her, like her comments, like you know, some of the ways she felt or reacted to some of the situations yeah, with so boys in, in her summary. Can we understand this? Cause there's a lot of rambling going on. The book that the you, show, the dude. man on Get Facebook it. was complaining about with the content yeah. of the girls. <clears throat> what about you're saying your wife's diary uh, aligned with that? Like sort aligned, of, the sum- yes, not now, but here's the thing, right? Yeah. And this is where I start to t- start to put my back up a little bit. And I'm like, ah, should this be required reading without any sort oh, of, I see. without yeah. any sort of like Those damn liberal schools? Hey, parents. Well, <laughs> no. And this is, well, they could run everything by the parents. That's always the, uh, I didn't like the math homework the other day. They should have asked me about that before they sent it home. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it, you 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 raised a valid point, right? Should they uh, they shouldn't have to run by math, but uh <laughs> I, I don't This it, is a never-ending controversy, right? Every yeah. book, I mean we used to what? Ban books, we used to burn books, we used to do all kinds of things. But I, the way after you know, our book incident with the well we didn't have an incident, but the book story that I had, which is similar similar book uh, similar teenage situation. You know, I, I I started listening to it myself, and I said, you know what? So what? Like, it's it's a it's a book, like it's a story, and it's not. It's certainly not like an erotic story. They left out every detail. They were very vague about things. They kept it very much at the level of a teenager's feelings, right? As you were sort of saying, and so they already know those feelings. They already know, like, I really like this person. You know, oh, I'd really want to sneak around and be with them. Mm-hmm. But they can't, but they don't get into the, like, oh, well, yeah. And then once you get them alone, you should do this, 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 right? You know, that's, it's like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down. Let's take it a, so there, I think there's some obvious, <laughs> they're doing some <laughs> things well in terms of the age appropriateness of the book, as you've already demonstrated by your content of your wife's diary, right? Right. It's it aligns, well, yeah, to your one sample size. Uh, very right? abstractly, but yes, but yeah. <laughs> so, so that's the thing, right? So, some of the stuff's real. Now, some of the comments on the Facebook were like, "Dude, dude we had to read." Uh, oh my gosh, what's the name of the book? For crying out, the Scarlet Letter, right? Yeah, that was required. Well, so, so this to me was like, then somebody, and I think this person didn't mean to kind of hit the issue on the head, the nail on the head here, but she sort of did when she's like. Did you discuss with the teacher? Like, wh- how dare you post this on this page? Can the admins please remove this? The teachers haven't been notified, right? The teachers should have to defend themselves. Oh, yeah, so yeah. that person, I think, if she calmed herself down for a second, would have realized like her her insight there was to say the teacher has a motivation with this book and assigned this motive this book with some sort of uh, purpose, and that also is a little bit. Like, huh, what is this for teachers? Why well, of all the books in the world, why why this book? As we both already found, for whatever reason, the people in your town specifically mm-hmm. think that Facebook is some kind of magic eight ball they can just throw questions at. Yeah. <laughs> even when there's clearly more appropriate places to ask them. Like, literally, like, what is the weather like today? Has anyone <laughs> been on the roads? I mean, there's all these dumbass questions. Like the the one very recently related to the schools. Does anyone know if the high school has a, oh, gosh. You know, a, yeah. a pumping yes. room yeah. for new moms returning to work? And it's like, what in the hell? <laughs> like, I think there's, I mean, there's, a, I there's someone you could ask that would know the answer to this question. Like, it was just such a strange, like, you get the impression that they work there. Yeah, right. And that they're about to return to work. Right. Which is completely absurd. Because it's like, okay, if you are returning to work, why don't you just ask your place of work? Right. Like, I, don't I don't get it. Yeah. Could I please have a room where I could pump? Wait, so this is unique to my town? Like, this isn't... I guess. You don't have it in your town like this? We do, but not as much as this. Huh. All right. So the big thing the other night was there were were, uh, gunshots at the gun range. As they... 
there would be. But they were very late into the evening. Oh, all right. Okay. And, oh, this is unusual. I hear them too. Do you hear them? I've been hearing them all day. Every post has exclamations, of course. Yeah. You know, I hear them too. Like, okay, we get it. Yeah, everybody hears the gunshots. Give me crickets. And again, it's like, why don't you just call? And then someone jumps in and says, hey, I know how you could find out. And they like post the the info for the number for the for the gun range and they're like you don't have to be sassy about it we're having a conversation over here <laughs> don't like give no me one the actually, answer <laughs> yeah no yeah. one wants to know the actual reason they just want to kind of get on there and rant about it which is hilarious well also according to this facebook we're going to be ankle deep and missing airpods soon yes yeah because everybody every kid that's every worth kid it. is losing their airpod <laughs> so if you see one asking the entire town about <laughs> if anyone sees a left airpod it's my daughter's okay okay entire town yeah. you listening yeah keep an eye so, out in, in case you're not clear oh, on man. this people like on the facebook some we have usually have gr- apparently there's groups that people start up for like the whole town and this one is you know your town's parents and yeah. it's like my mine is called maynard friends and families i think but it's equated to the same thing where it's like and there's another one. I think there's another one called the Real Housewives of Maynard, which oh, is just full of full of terrible people, and everyone's awesome. sort of left it. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah, we've got like four. I think we have like four groups now because we have the general act and parents, and then I think people got fed up with the nonsense in there, and they kind of. I know they started one just for the school committee process mm-hmm. problems that we had, and then that's kind of splintered off into just now it's more general, and then someone created another one like acting, just acting people of acting or something because I think they were also like I'm not I'm done with all this like babysitting and lost air airpods and let's let's talk about stuff in town so i don't know but uh yeah i've tried to like i've I've pumped my brakes a little bit on the like complaining and making fun of the acting parents because it the and that's the name of the group just because uh uh, these are my neighbors and stuff and i'm like i don't know them and uh, they mean well i think mostly but there's a lot of like what's the weather like and it's hilarious i love the what's the weather like once okay so the book my buddy here posted which i'm gonna go place a hold on the library is called untangled wait this is the book that this is not the weird book this is the guide i'll I'll read the head the cover guiding teenage girls through the seven transitions into adulthood i didn't know there were seven did you not now now i do <laughs> it's by a doctor, seven, that's someone a with a someone with a PhD. I know seven. That's a lot. Is that from? Well, that makes sense because there's thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, and nineteen. That's seven. Wait, what? Would you just count years? Yeah, all the teens. Okay, <laughs> it's only nine <laughs> bucks on Kindle. Like, uh, I don't know. I have a little. I have limited patience for some of this stuff on the. <laughs> I think I'm gonna kid- listen to it. Plus, you know, I'm oh, gonna wait for. Oh, borrow, I mean, I got some time. My daughter's. Oh, eight. it is on Audible. Nineteen, nineteen sixty, yeah. or one credit. I've got three credits. I got to use by the end of March. Uh, oh, I have five credits. That's a good deal. Okay. Yeah, I know. I, I have to. Well, I'll put it in my wish list first, and then if it goes on a two for one. <laughs> <laughs> Get the whole system going on. Okay. Oh yeah, I have a total. Yeah, I, for, so, I, um, I, I buy like twenty six credits a year. I probably get at least fifty books out of them. Yeah. Oh, good. And yeah, all those smart. free Audible ones, the Audible Originals. I enjoy those. To go, I got to go browse them tonight because I haven't been doing that as much as I should. Okay. I'm Currently, I'm listening to this is change of subjects. but yeah. uh, I know. I want to get back to it because we never did answer the question. And we didn't uh, come back well, to Well, I want to talk about this later because current because this is on my notes. But I'm listening to a lecture series. Oh, yeah. One of the great courses, which people may be familiar with. Yeah, this I've, one's I've called, listened to some. This one's called Nutrition Made Clear, which we'll talk about later. <laughs> Boy. <laughs> Yeah, it's cool. I okay, hate cool. talking about food and nutrition. I, uh, <laughs> it's the worst. Right, it's, it finish, is, like, I want to eat my food because I, I want to eat what I want to eat. Leave me alone. I'm an adult. So, okay. So, yes, but so, it relates to something we did the okay. other day. Well, I'm going to drop the other shoe, right? Okay. So, th- this man on this post who started this post, after there's a lot of comments, right? And a lot of comments which I don't necessarily agree with because, I, like I said, uh, let's, we need to normalize all this behavior. Well, I don't this think it's normal. Turns out. What? Turns out yeah. I, well, I don't think it's normal that we are 14 year olds are having sex, right? Or whatever. You know, I don't. Whoa, whoa. They didn't say that. Well, it's implied, right? And <laughs> um, I don't think it is. You don't think it is? They're, no, high, they're finding privacy for themselves to be. Yes, that's the thing. Didn't I tell you about the time when I accidentally read uh, the, um, no, I listened to, uh, what's the book with the sparkly uh, vampires? Twilight? Yeah, Twilight. Why do you call them sparkly vampires? I don't know. Why did I know? They answered. Because I think they were sparkly. 
<laughs> so I accidentally listened to Twilight, and I didn't. I'm like, accidentally? How do you accidentally listen to the vampire porn? Because I didn't know it was like a you know teeny bobber book. And <laughs> all right, so I listened to it. And I'm like, ooh, this is starting to get you know, this is heating up a little because there were some scenes. Yeah, but they always ended the scene like right before they kiss. They'd be like, oh, she looked her in the eyes and grabbed the back of her neck, kind of thing. And then, <laughs> okay, and then they just go on to the next scene. I'm like, what? You're just gonna? I'm putting my glasses on for fun. You're just going to move on from that? That doesn't make any sense. And that kept happening through the book, and I couldn't figure out what was going on. And then later, I'm like, what is this? I told my wife, I'm like, what is this stupid book? It's like, she's like, oh, that's like a, you know, <laughs> for teens. Okay, but. It's a young adult book. Okay. No, here's the next question, right? Okay. Now, yeah. before you get, like, you are a prude, the, the, the books that, wow, oh, man, Hunger Game books, right? I kind of have the same issue. If the, if this, if the teacher was assigning the Hunger Game books, I think I would have sort of the same, like, uh, why are you doing this, right? Because if you're not familiar with the Hunger, Hunger Game books, it's about these kids who basically have a battle to the death, and they're killing each other. And they're all around the same age, 14 years old, young, younger, older. But it's also very violent, and it's it's dystopian universe. And all, I don't know. If you're not familiar with the Hunger Games, then go universe. look it up, right? I mean, um so it, it's the same sort of thing, right? Because it's it's subject matter that you're like, well, what is the purpose of this, right? And what are your end game here? So, okay, what's your age limit for Hunger Games? I, I don't know. I, I'm, I think my sons read them. Yeah, so it's mine. Yeah. So, but again, okay, what do you do in a situation where you're now you put your kid in a public school? Okay, yeah, I forgot. Mm-hmm. I forgot this part. So it comes out, the guy puts this and he comes down and he goes and he, and he finally, well, not finally, but he confesses to the fact, I don't know if confesses is even a kind of a weight heavy word. I didn't even, that carries some connotation, didn't mean it, but he informs everybody that he is a Mormon. And if you're not familiar with their sort of, they're very conservative and they're very sort of, and he says, I'm not, I, you know, in our family, we're not going to date until we're 16 or not going to be, and that's only a double date and no single dates until you're 18 or something. It was pretty, uh, old for you know what our modern society does right now right? <laughs> yeah yeah you can bet his daughter's gonna be the one sneaking around in the cars so that's for sure well i don't i, I i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna <laughs> castigate that kind of stuff but um so he, i i could sympathize with him in that he has put his kids in a public school that is teaching things that he doesn't necessarily agree with right i can empathize sure. and what do you do and and how do you handle that with your kids? We do a dad's being dad show. So what do you, how do you teach? How do you like, what's the end game with your kids here? You're like, whoa, you're reading this material. Then what? Well, so you're a better example. Cause of course I would just use the flipping example, which is like, yeah, if they were doing Bible study in school, <laughs> I'd be super pissed. Well, I'd be sort of pissed. I wouldn't be super duper pissed. Like, cause I could, I can always frame it when they get home and be like, yeah, you know, those are stories that people believe, <laughs> right? And and it, and we'd we'd sort of frame it in a different way, I suppose. All right. But the the this the problem is. But you do you, know you do realize that would never ever happen because the t- people would get furious about uh, this. Yeah. Well, we're getting there. Um. <laughs> so it does happen in in the South. There are some. In fact, oh, well, I'm talking that. about here. Okay. In the United States. Yeah. No, I mean. Okay, <laughs> isn't that close enough to here? The South. I mean, we're talking about what South of Maynard or South the of same like, same the Mason Dixon line here. We have the same <laughs> pay the same taxes as the same federal government. Anyway, uh, have you ever been to the South? Yes, very much. Okay, that doesn't. Wow, that's what <laughs> bigoted. Ooh, it's very. I mean, no, I'm I'm, I'm saying the <laughs> no the average. Uh, Massachusetts, it's much more air quote, air quote, progressive than the South. So, sure, but you're saying it couldn't happen. I'm saying it does happen. So, no, I'm not saying saying it can't happen here. Here. Okay. Specifically in our towns. Yeah. Um, Because we're godless. I think. I'm saying. Yes. I think the better. So, you made it. You made an equivalent example, which was more in my wheelhouse, let's say, which is schools tend to offer driver education. In school, no less, like for free, I think, with a teacher teaching it, this sort of thing. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. (laughs) Yeah, in some ways, I'm like, I don't want my tax dollars perpetuating car culture, right? I mean, shouldn't they be doing 
Like, you know, this funding could go for bike lanes and whatnot, all this kind of good stuff, more busing. I don't know. And on the surface, everyone says, well, that's ridiculous. Where we live, I, you know, and I'm getting to the age where lots of my friends are getting kids that are 16 year olds and they celebrate it. They get their license and they're so psyched because they say, now I don't have to drive them anywhere. They can get them themselves to all the places they need to go. And it scares the crap out of me. <laughs> I'm like, this is not something to celebrate. This kid is like, I mean, this is awful. Of course, I think back to myself when I was 16 and it's, you know, it's equally terrible. And uh, yeah, so would I... I think, but I think I've grown, let's say that I've grown to the point where I wouldn't really pitch a fit over an individual school doing this. And I would look more to a broader scoped thing. Like this is more of an effect of where we live and in the society we live in and the culture and that sort of thing. So how do we start making policy changes in a broader scope so that eventually it just isn't a thing, right? It's just like, why do we need driver's ed for? No one drives. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so we need it now because we force everyone to drive. It's like, I can't go at the individuals and say, no, no, you can't teach the kids to drive because they're going to. So in some cases, I should be going the other direction saying, yes, driver's ed should be mandatory because everyone's going to have their kids drive. Not It should be mandatory and you should extend it and they should do these types of things and you should be teaching them more and more and more and more. It's almost that. like you could swap the word driver with for sex in your sentence and it, it might very, still it very hold much up. Is. They should be teaching tons and tons of sex, yeah. No, education. Should be, no, I said just take driver out. I didn't take take driver's <laughs> ed out. I said take driver out. Dri- sex ed. Sex ed. Oh. You need to practice it as well. There no. is a, uh, What's wrong with you? You have problems. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's usually someone next to you that has an extra gas and brake pedal though, so. Oh, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. Oh my gosh, um, that's awful. Uh, so where was I? So, but 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 I think I think I think you nailed it really because that's the thing is like we have we it's our again this is our responsibility as parents to frame the education that we are putting our kid the public education which is m- created for the you know the masses it's not tailored specifically to our own sort of specific ideals right so you're gonna you you and you have instilled upon your kids a bike culture mentality where your kids t- feel very comfortable on their bicycles out in the world and feel get to try transportation tr- blah, getting around that way transportating that way that's weird um <laughs> sure but but so it's the same thing so i i think um, you know, I, I think for somebody as uh, who has a strict moral or a religious code, maybe and I'll, I'll rephrase that for your for your purpose. I have a strict religious code, um, which is good for morality. Uh, they they have they're putting their kids in a public school. They have to sort of be like, okay, we're gonna have to weather this, and like you said, not overreact and post on acting parents. Like, I mean, I. He was okay. I thought his post was okay, right? Especially if it's the oldest kid. He's not really know what to do with. And uh, so, but if we're following the parallels, right? So yeah. I gave the example of I would be against drivers it in general, but then realized that that's a ridiculous uh, concept to pursue, and then so I have to flip it and say it's going to happen anyway. So we might as well be open and honest and talk through all the details, right? Yeah, same sort of thing. It's going to happen anyway, <laughs> so you might as well be open and honest and talk through all the details. Right? Yeah. No, it's important. I, I and my wife actually posted on the thread, and she's like, "We use these moments as a t- as a teaching moment, as a time to, um, you know, communicate with each other and use it as a like this is what you know our family believes, and this is what we expect from each other, and that sort of thing." So, um, you mean in terms of just pure abstinence? Is that what you're getting to? Um, what? <laughs> I mean, we can get into it really if you want to, but <laughs> I don't think that's going to be a productive conversation, but. Well, I wonder if it's, it's, well, why not? As part of that, I guess I don't know anything about abstinence education other than don't do it. But is there, is there a, a lack of explanation of the details that goes along with it? Cause I could actually see it working if you were like, here's how it works. Here's how you feel. Here's what happens. Here's what you can do. Here's what goes on. Just don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Like, and here's all the reasons why you should wait. And it's going to be difficult and all that kind of good stuff. 
I could, but if you leave out all the details and just say, don't do it, well, they're going to be curious. Yeah. Seems like more information is always better. Yes. Well, uh, yeah, I think I'm trying to think of a case. <laughs> Everything in moderation. But well, but introduced <laughs> at the right pace as well. That's why, oh, yeah. again, back to the back to these young adult novels. That's why they don't get into like yes, disgusting acts, and you know they don't get into the super details because it's just too much too soon. And that's where we get into the age appropriate. Yeah. Right? So they are feeling these things, but they haven't thought of all the <laughs> they haven't thought of the, all the bizarre things they could do to each other yet. And they don't really need an instruction manual, but I don't know. Where's the, how do you decide? That's a weird, you could get in some really weird conversations about that stuff. If you were like some super open family, let's say. Oh man, yeah. I I can't imagine what some parents might be explaining to their kids, but they probably ramped into it. You know, they probably, they've been talking about it forever. And then all of a sudden, yeah, see, we can't even, this is getting too gross to even say on the show. (laughs) Explicit? We're going to have to put an explicit tab if we mention <laughs> body parts. Yeah. Anywho, yeah. So, okay, that's good. I think, uh, you know, that, that was a good thing. I think you got to use these moments, to, these sort of situations. To, and you know what? It's it's going to be more and more as our kids get older. And uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Catronio mm-hmm. out there, where, where are you, Catronio? How's it going? Yeah. yeah. I mean, how's the pump track? <laughs> so, okay. So, um, I had a few short notes and we did, uh, yeah, I got all kinds of, we notes did, we did we today's Tuesday, yesterday, Monday with our, uh, company. Yeah. We did this, I think they called it global volunteering thing or whatever. So we did this volunteering day where we went into uh, the city, the big mm-hmm. city. Yeah. And we volunteered at a women's shelter. It was both a, sh- a shelter and like a, a place they can eat i don't know what you call that soup kitchen uh, yeah sort of i think it was like a women's resource center or something but yeah yeah, yeah a bunch of stuff yeah, yeah. but there's, there's, stuff. A, there's a shelter component to it as well yes. so and this is you know this was overwhelming in a lot of ways yes. right so we go in there and i think i think right from the beginning when when all the all the goofing around kind of stopped once uh the 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 women began to approach and and enter the Hall, or we started to get serious about doing the work we were there to do. I, like, I, you know, I felt we were right out of the gate, put put to task <laughs> in a good way, in a good way. Yeah, like, no, in a good way. Yeah. And um, so it's a lot of hard work preparing, preparing food for, there was like 150 women that came yeah. in for lunch. Yeah. Um, But it did get real. It did get a little more like, we're on. Nah, this is real yeah. when they walked this is in real, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But the one thing, the one thing that I really noticed, which was interesting about this, right, is... So as I said, I'm listening to this this lecture series on nutrition, mm-hmm. and, it, and it's it's literally like a college course. The way these great courses work, yes. Some professor, doctor, woman is is just they just record each lecture and then they splice them all together. Well, you know, as she's talking through and explaining to me indirectly how terrible my diet is and all the things that I'm doing wrong and eating bags of jelly beans and stuff whenever I feel like it. Um, I was reflecting on like what we actually served them. And I don't know if you really noticed, like I, I spent a bunch of time chopping food and whatnot, but yeah, the main course. So they had, they had an appetizer. They had like a soup when they came in, they actually got soup and bread and whatnot. And they had a, 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 an appetizer. And then for their main course, they actually had an orange. Everyone got an orange, mm-hmm. which is considered a superfood. It's very fibrous. It's got all kinds of vitamins and stuff in it that are great to be whole foods are great. Then they had cucumbers, mm-hmm. which were in stick form, which drove me crazy. But I had that. They made me. They made me cut the cucumbers in stick form. I said, "That's not how you cut cucumbers. They're in circles. You cut okay. them in circles. You make little wheels." Yeah. And you're like, "Well, the, the the menu calls for cucumber sticks." I'm like, "This is crazy." Okay, that bothers so, you. So, really? <clears throat> cucumber sticks we had, and celery sticks. <laughs> Yes. So literally half the plate, and this woman describes this sort of thing in the lecture exactly this way. And I think I was listening to it today when she said this. She said basically, when you're eating, you should divide. You should draw a line down your plate. You know, imaginary line, uh-huh. and half of your plate should be fruits and vegetables. I'm like, oh my goodness! <laughs> like qu- quite literally, the food we served them was half fruits and vegetables, and then there was like an enchilada on the other side and some rice. And some rice. So. Yeah. It was like an enchilada, some brown rice, and you got to have brown rice because white rice, they strip all the good stuff out of, and then they add it back in fake, artificial. 
and then the orange and the the celery and the cucumbers and i'm like this is amazing like we are do you know what probably- was in, do you know what was in the enchilada also no it was all vegetables it was black, it was black it was beans and yeah, yeah. Veg- and like squash and some other like yeah so obviously the reason i mean the people who who run this shelter and they and they seem to be doing a fantastic job i mean but they're thinking through every detail here because i'm looking at this going this is like a healthy meal this is it's you know, full of fiber, full of vitamins, full of everything they need, and it's really well balanced, and it's very much on purpose, right? It's like we're not just feeding them for the sake of feeding them. We're trying to – this may be the only meal they have until tomorrow, right? Maybe they're not back tonight. Mm. Maybe they can't – whatever. This may be the best meal they have all week. So they're they're – they're eating better than I am for most meals, <laughs> yeah. but not because I can't, just because I'm making terrible choices. So, <laughs> so that was very revealing. It's you know, it's great that there's organizations like that that they can rely on. Of course, uh, and it was revealing in that way. That I'm like, wow, okay, if if we're doing it for them, I could do it for myself. It's, it's just so, so hard to resist. Um, but yeah. So that was that's obviously a surface observation from after. Yeah. There was a lot of things going on during the actual uh during the event that were interesting as well. Um I don't have anything specific though. I mean, yeah. I it's, uh, yeah. I I think I think it's very I think it's a very good thing to do um but if you're just going to – but let me put it – it's a very good thing to do. It helped the people there a lot. But I don't. I think we need to all remain very humble when we do these things because, mm-hmm. as you know, and I felt at the end we took – we all put these shirts on that – like it was corporate sponsored, right? So, you know, full disclosure, the our company is helping – the shelter, right? They 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 give the shelter some money, which helps them buy all that healthy food, right? And to perform these services, right? To put to be to exist and to help these women that aren't don't have as much as or nearly almost nothing. Some of these women didn't look like they had much at all, but um, so so that's all very very good, right? It's very good to help other people and to do that, and if you have money, share it. But but for us to go there and then and so at the end we took we the the whole thing was had a motto of do good, which is again, it, on its face is not bad, but at the end we all took a, we all put these shirts on. We took a picture of mm-hmm. us at the shelter and you know, then that's going to get passed around and all these. And I made a point of it and they were very thankful, but I made a point of asking the woman that worked there, like how, how many times a day do you do this? And she's like, Oh yeah, all three meals. And I'm like, how many days a week do you do this? And she's like seven. And I'm like, how many, <laughs> how many days in a row do you work? And she's like, oh, I've been here for this, this is 14. I'll, I'll get a, break sometime this week right? right so we did right. one freaking meal and she has done now 21 or no, that's wrong right. 42 in a row right and uh and and sometimes i bet they don't have volunteers so all that chopping is done by her all that food prep is done by her well there was more than just her there was a bunch of people but but yeah. for us well, to go so in there did... and feel too like proud of ourselves right. that's a problem but... it was clear they needed us yeah they didn't need as many of us as were there. No. We got it. We you know we got it done quicker. Yeah. That's great. They could probably they could get by on like maybe ten, you know, eight volunteers maybe, and we had like twenty there. Yeah. I forget how we had many. Twelve. There's twelve of us. Uh, yeah. Okay. But we we did a lot of dinner prep too. Like they had already you know we did all the, yep, the soup yep. prep. So for we helped them do the dinner prep since we were there, and there's probably another group of volunteers coming in for dinner. Right. Um, and they would manage the volunteers and, and, and turn them over and do all this stuff, which is it was, it was a really interesting system. But yeah, uh, yeah, we are going back. Yes, I found so that out, good. which was good. Yeah. Once a quarter. Once a quarter. Yeah. yeah. Which is still very infrequent, but uh, hopefully there are, <laughs> as we said, 269 other companies yeah. <laughs> also going back once a quarter yeah. and uh, handling those free spots. Our, our little bicycle team for the Pan Mass uh, did a, a day at Rosie's place in my wife. Oh, there you wife. go. So Yeah, see? So that and that's the other good thing, right? Because we, we went there and it was sort of like, all right, the woman in her office, she found the admin in her office. She found a place for us to go, volunteer, right? So mm-hmm. we go. And uh, a couple of the people there that I don't know that they'd been there or not, but they're like, you know, some of the 
higher ups, muckety mucks, if you will, right? They 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 see it and they see the impact we're having and they see the people in the need, right? And like, oh, we can help more. So let's do this now instead of just once a year. Now we're doing it four times a year, okay? And still, that's not that much, but it's now four times what we were gonna do, right? And then they they're moved, and now they'll they'll donate because yep. I know one of the guys was like, we gotta buy all this stuff for them, right? They need this and that. Right, we'll, right. we'll fill, we'll buy them a bunch of knives, and we'll buy a bunch of so. Yeah. So then, then that kind of will snowball. And then, like you said, you're now your other group and maybe they get involved with another group. So it, it kind of, it, like I said, it snowballs in it. And so there is a, there's yeah. a good, there's some motivation for sharing that you did it for that reason. If it does snowball, yeah. I mean, it's similar sort of situation. Like when I, when we, the kids go to the boys and girls club or when they did. And then I realized like, why are we paying them so little for what they do for the kids so then we just started donating money yeah. and then it was other stuff like you know i'm donating money but there's all kinds of junk in here that's like broken yeah, you know? yeah. can i just like buy you stuff can I, like, you know can i just get you this and get you that and i mean even just just recently it was the same sort of thing it's like we were over at the playground and uh i guess i'm tooting my own horn a little bit but i don't mean to and there's a basketball hoop down there and, and the net is just shredded. So I just, while we were there, I went on my phone and ordered another yeah. chain net, not a net net because the net nets never last. Right. So we ordered a chain net and we'd already replaced all the ones at the school with chains, which I think I told that story with the cop, which was funny. Uh, and we'll get that one replaced because it's just, it's easy to do, right? It's instead of complaining to everybody about it, it's like, just go do something. Um, and maybe honestly, if we go back, I think we should do, we should go early and just do like, breakfast and lunch why can't we do two we could do two meals easy yeah we'd have to get in there a lot earlier right <laughs> i mean <laughs> or, or lunch and dinner if we did the lunch and dinner because we could do the dinner prep and then the dinner's not that far away once lunch finishes to be honest yeah and then we would go out eat do something come back you know, yeah. I don't know. feels kind of silly going in for one meal oh yeah I, I see what you're saying yeah 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 i mean it was yeah it was kind of a lot to get in there and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So yeah, 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 but but it was good, and it, w- it was interesting seeing the different sort of people that were there. They were all very, very nice, and they were there. They think they were very grateful, which was good. There wasn't a lot of like, I mean, they, they I didn't feel like they were trying to take advantage. There's a little like, can I have an extra sugar packet and stuff like that? But yes, yeah. so <laughs> yeah, they they knew the system, and I think that was probably the most they had. They had, uh, they had. Well, and as we noticed with the spoons, which I think maybe they were taking for their friends that they were sitting down with, I don't know. But if they, it seemed to me, and I don't mean this to disparage anyone, but it seemed to me, as someone who has close to nothing, like, and I'm generalizing a lot here, but again, I'm trying to be empathetic, not not trying to disparage them, that if there was something that they could take, they would. Like, yeah, if you offered something to them, they would want it and then take as much of it as they could. But I can see that as a as a response to just having nothing, right? It's like... If I if I can get it, I'm going to get as much as I can. Right. And so I was in, I was made to be in charge for a little while of the <laughs> as ridiculous as it sounds, a drawer full of essentially sugar packets, coffee and tea, and decaf decaf and sweet and low. And they had a very clear system for what the women were allowed to have. They could only have four sugar packets maximum, but two of anything else in total. Like what? <laughs> so you know, so you could have one. You could have a coffee and four sugars and a sweet and low. You could have two sweet and low and four sugars. You know, this kind of weird mixing of things, and it was clear that uh, they knew this system already, and they would ask for exactly like the the maximum of everything all the time. And then, of course, as you were pointing out, you're like, oh, you're gonna, you know, they're gonna ask you for more, and you're gonna cave. <laughs> and they didn't do that specifically like so they didn't go out of their way to ask for more things but they would come back yeah and <laughs> and a couple of times i didn't notice that it was the same brand. i'm like am i really supposed to keep track that people are coming back because it's ridiculous like why wouldn't i just give them what's wrong with some sugar packets why wouldn't i just give them more sugar packets? well and they know right you're not the person you're you're just right. a day guy like you mm-hmm. come they in know, you, yeah. you, you, they don't know who yeah, and not all of them, right? You know, many of them were very humble, yeah. of course. But there's there's like one or two that would come back. Just give me the, you know, give me the sugar, more sugar packets, right? Here's my drink. Put them in there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, why would I? What's the big deal? Why would I make a big scene over some friggin' sugar packets, right? right? I know. <laughs> no, oh, get back man. to your table, kind of thing. Right? Yeah. So, and, and I was, <laughs> of course, we were eager. It was our first time, whatever. And uh, I don't know if you 
notice like, well, we, we go out. So at some point they have their appetizer and then we go deliver their meals uh, while they're sitting down. Right. <clears throat> and someone, uh, the people assembling the plates, like they put all celery on one of them, no cucumbers or whatever. And, and the woman that got that plate, she said to me, she's like, oh, honey, this this is this plate is all celery. You think I could get some cucumbers? <laughs> That's what she sounded like. I apologize for that. <laughs> and I'm like, sure. So as I went back to get, you know, more plates, I added an extra little paper plate on there and you know, filled it with cucumbers. And oh, did you? Brought it, brought it back to her specifically because <laughs> she wanted more cucumbers. I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't I? Why would I say no? Like, what would be the point? Uh, well, <laughs> I the point is that because then next time they ask and then next time they ask and then next time they ask and then next time somebody else asks also and now everybody's asking for more salary and before you know it but she was literally su- supposed to have well, yeah that, and that that's fine yeah I, I yeah i think you did all right like <laughs> but i i do think that's why uh but the, and then where do you cut it off because i mean the, the whole point of them being there is so they can eat if they're asking for food to eat why would you say no be, again, because then I I think they have very clear boundaries so that the system doesn't get taken advantage of, right? Right, so, right. I don't know, and I don't, I don't, you know, I think that was our our guide's job to handle those boundaries, right? Yeah, I mean, we're not there to be the enforcers, and I don't want to turn into like the Gestapo. <laughs> no, sure, <laughs> like, yeah, we're there to do good, so <laughs> I'm going to break all the rules. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but they were. I mean, yeah. they were tiny. They were tiny, tiny rules. There wasn't really much you could uh, do wrong. There was a few people that came in and kind of like, you know, said they had places to be, so they wanted their plate. And it's like, what? What's the worst thing they could be doing? Eating two meals? <laughs> oh well, I mean, if they eat two meals, then they take a meal from somebody, right? I mean, that's the. Well, do they? I mean, they had tons of food. We were we were running a little thin at the end. That's because you made the appropriate amount. Well, essentially. well right. But everything everything we didn't serve, we put back in. But the if fridge, if like. the first sixty people took two meals, then there would have been thirty yes, people with no with nothing, right? I, so this I mean, no, have been seventy yeah. people mm-hmm. with nothing. But so I, yeah, I, I I have a lot of sympathy for like empathy i don't know what sympathy is the right word I don't, i'm not pitying them but i like a lot of appreciation up to that for the staff there and they like the one woman asked i need a spoon she kind of barked in my ear a little bit because yeah, i was standing she, in front of the spoons and the well, one, she said excuse me she's excuse me yeah she, she was a little like, like really harsh but i didn't yeah. really take it like i was in the way whatever and uh the staff one was like no we will respect everybody and she was like i'm not taking yeah. no disrespect from anybody i'm like whoa whoa um, it's okay i got four kids i'm used to it so don't worry about it yeah. and uh she's like no no, no. i'm like all right, all right it's good um so yeah it was uh, it was a uh, it was a good experience I, and uh, I, the thing is like i want to go again but it's like uh it is a work day that i had to blow off so it's like i can't that's sign fine up. i mean but it's your work yeah telling you to go i know i know but like you said, it is sort of like all the way into Boston and it's a lot for, but it's good. It's good. Yeah. So get out there and share your um, time and energy and money with others that don't have as much. And privilege. Just don't yeah, let sure. the, yeah. Don't let them what? No, no, no. Take, take extra cucumbers? <laughs> no, just don't let them uh, take advantage of you. Four sugar packets at most. <laughs> the, you know, and, and then of course, you know, did you ever have to work the pad condom detail? That went by really fast. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't think they really took advantage of it. They yeah, maybe it's the lunchtime rush, but yes, <laughs> it was funny watching the people react to like the people like us, the us, us volunteers, people, yeah. like giggle, giggle, giggle. Like we can't handle the maturity. Like <laughs> we were allowed to hand out two pads and or two tampons and six condoms. <laughs> six. Yeah, six. Yeah, <laughs> which is an amazing ratio. Because if I understand how things work. There's <laughs> that's out, that's way out of balance, <laughs> especially when they can get that every day, right? Uh, yeah, at every every meal, I guess. Well, right? I don't yeah. know about every meal, but well, then someone, someone, one of our team literally looked me in the eye. I was like, "Why do they need condoms?" And I was like, uh, <laughs> "Let's go back to the first conversation and having more sex edge for more people." Like exactly, right? yeah. I mean, were they literally thinking like they're not going to? Right. Them, yes, know? I think they were like, <laughs> "This doesn't help them at all." I'm like, oh my gosh! Yeah. 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 
So <laughs> anyways, um, where were we going? Oh, we got a mail. What should read? Oh, I got a follow-up. Actually, more importantly, I have a follow-up from last week, a direct follow-up about the pro tips. We got a pro tip. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to drop the show tomorrow. And then I'll ha- then you'll have this pro tip for Friday about leaving your kids alone. I got a pro tip from my wife, Jasmine, oh. not Jasmine, but okay. she pro t- she's like about the, <laughs> about leaving the kids home alone. There's two important things you need to know. I said, Oh yeah. What do you got? And she's Hell like, yeah. one, somebody at home needs to know how to call 911. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That was sort of implied, but that's a good reminder. Sure. And the other thing, which I did appreciate was no eating, no eating. Kids are not allowed to leave the kids home alone. They're not allowed to eat because then they can't choke. If they don't eat, choke. they can't choke. Yeah. I mean, they can eat Legos and choke on them and everything else, but but at least you, you have some peace of mind about them not getting into the wrong food or eating the wrong thing or allergies or choking or, yeah, just stay away from the kitchen. Oh, that's a good bro tip. It is. I, thought, I appreciated that. A little bit younger, like, okay, don't eat. And that'd be awful to come home to. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or teach. If there's two of them home, you just got to teach them the Heimlich yeah, well, and practice a little yeah. bit. I, in the, the 911 thing, we don't even have a way. We don't have home phones. They can't. Oh, So really? I usually just, I, I just tell them to go to the neighbor's house. Well, yeah, that's well, yeah, that's good. But what if the neighbor's not home? One of them's going to be home. There's tons of neighbors. We just keep going next door, next door, yeah. next door. Before you just, know it, you're just find somebody. Come on. Uh, all right, all right. Well, that's fine. I feel like these. But well, what these if they like, really... can't because they broke their ankle? I've fallen and I can't get up. They'll make it. Kids are resilient. Oh, kids do kind of figure things out if they need to. <laughs> Some. I mean, I mean, these are pretty. These are situations that make us feel good about ourselves. But do you really think that if they're they fell down and snapped their femur and the, they're, they're going to know they're going to call 911. I mean, they're going to act like lunatics. They're just going to lay there crying until you get home. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why didn't you call 911? Well, there's always these feel good stories on the news where it's like, yeah. oh, this little girl called 911 when her grandmother. And it's, but you really got to like, you really got to drive those things into them. And then I feel like just practicing it over and over with them is, is uh, like traumatizing. Well, right, yeah, I agree with you there. On it's that. like, why do you keep telling me that someone's going to get hurt? Why do you keep telling me you're going to die? Why do? You... So this this friend of ours, in air quotes, used to play this when we'd go and visit them. Like, she used to think this was like the greatest joy for her. I don't know. She'd be holding her kid, who was maybe at the time like three or four, and be like, and she'd be, like, ooh, ooh, everybody, look, 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 look. To Williger. So what do you do if mommy's eyes won't open? Oh my gosh. And I'm like, what the F are you talking about? <laughs> and you know, and the kid would happily reply, like, I dial 911. And she's like, hey. And it's like, wait a minute, two two problems. <laughs> why is this centered around you specifically and not anyone else? Like, why is the only thing this kid is supposed to care about is whether or not you're dead? Like <laughs> Because literally, yeah, there's so a selfish. lot to unpack here. <laughs> like, is she that worried that her eyes are going to open? It's just, this is the way she decided to frame it. Like, my eyes won't open. What does that even mean? Uh, yeah. And it, it was just absurd. And she was so psyched and she would do it all the time. And I'm like, you're, you're creeping me out with this. Like, this kid is going to have problems. I'm a little surprised. Like, the kid hasn't called 911 yet. Like mommy had a you know glass of Chardonnay too many the night before, a little trouble getting up. Boom, nine one one. Right, mommy, get out of bed. Boom. Yeah, or just nightmares about his mom. Yeah, not opening her eyes ever is just so strange. It's just yeah, that's a weird sort of thing to frame it as. Your mom. So I don't know mom. how to frame it, yeah. and so I usually just tell them. That's why I don't even like the idea of calling. I just I'm just like, look, if anything goes wrong yeah. and you don't know what to do, go to the neighbors. Yeah. That's a good way. Go to any of the neighbors. Go here first. Go there. Go there. All their neighbors are really, really close. So. Can I dovetail a little bit on this? How worried are you? How worried? How? What's the most worried you have ever been in your life that you were going to get nuclear bombed? <laughs> That's a, I mean, you can't all, you can't call nine one one for that. Go to the neighbors. No, there was another. See, see, there was another post in the act the parents about the Alice drills and how we're traumatizing our kids. Oh yeah. I yeah. was never traumatized that I was going to get nuclear bombed by the Russians when I was hiding under a desk during an air raid drill. Um I, yes, I'll go with I'll go with that. The But I do think that we project all our fears onto our kids now. 
Like our kids sure, are all freaked out because of us, not because of the, not because of some little like Alistro, but because of us. I think the I think the 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 nuclear holocaust <laughs> stuff was a, a little bit more abstract because we didn't show kids videos of things being destroyed by bombs and bodies being torn apart. Okay, but they've certainly right. seen gun violence in the news, and some of these schools are out of their gourds, and they have like cops running through the schools firing blanks in order to help liven up the situation and make it more real and and that's completely absurd like that you are going to traumatize the kids with <laughs> yeah like, that that would be like it is ridiculous if they want to practice like okay this is how you put the lock on the door and this is how you do that yeah. it's like okay fine yeah they just think it's a routine right okay but and, no, yeah you get a good counterpoint to my thing but yeah all right yeah yeah, yeah we had, there are um, situations you're right where they are like simulating a real situation and that like we talked we used to talk about the fallout shelters when we were kids yeah. right but i had no idea what that even meant just like yeah okay so if a bomb goes off we go to the fallout shelter no bigs <laughs> yeah you know? it was hilarious too because like <laughs> a nuclear bomb goes off 100 miles from us we're dead in an hour anyways <laughs> like this desk that we're hiding under isn't gonna help anything uh yeah <laughs> all right good good uh what else you got um, oh, I got a mail. We got a mail. I didn't get to the mail. Yeah, you were going to read All the right, mail. So My other stuff's not important. The, the mail is uh, it's from Garth Boy writes in. <clears throat> and it's interesting. Remember I was saying I consent to my content contact details being stored? No. That must be some default that shows up on the form on the website. Oh, maybe. Okay. Yeah, because it's on this one too. But It's on this yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> so you can write in at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We don't store anything for anybody, whether you're real or not. But Mm-mm. Okay. He writes in, hello, dads. That's us. <clears throat> My wife started working at a new diner recently. Since she has no vacation time yet, doing tasks nominally, n- no, doing tasks normally during business hours, such as running to the post office, bank runs, or car maintenance is tough for her. As a result, I have noticed a lot of these tasks thrown my way now, practically all of them. Although this has added a lot of responsibility on my end, I'm generally understandable of the situation. However, I awful- often find it stressful when she springs them up with little notice as I don't deal well with last minute change of plans. How can I deal better with this? <laughs> I know you should oh, move. You should buy a house. That's really, really far away from away from where she works and make the problem extraordinarily worse. Well, it will make his problem better because then his commute will be almost nothing. And then he will have more time to take care of these things either at the beginning of the day, middle of the day and stay a little later or at the end of the day. <laughs> Uh, uh, Garth, as it will, as it is, as you write in, and I often respond to you, uh, communicate. You got to communicate a little bit better, right? I don't, I don't think it's fair for uh, Mrs. Mrs. Boyd to be like, hey, remember that like hour long thing? Go, you know, you got to go get the oil change in the car. You need to take care of that today, and for her to spring that to uh, over uh, bacon and eggs in the morning. Right. You know, that's something you can plan out and be like, hey, uh, you have to, you can walk to work and, you know, I know this car needs to go in and get an oil change. Can we drop it off together? And then I'll take the other car and you can just, you know, take the train to work or the bus to work or walk, you know, so then I can have the car and it really doesn't impact either of us. We can pick it up after work. Bada bing, bada boom. Communicate, plan. I, you need to tell her your lack of planning does not constitute my emergency. This and is that easy. is what you need to go with. <laughs> what do you got? Um, what do you got? Well, so we're both, again, to repeat the same old scenario, we're both quite privileged. Privileged indeed. In that we don't have the the two working parents, or at least not full-time working parents. So it's it's quite easy to, to shunt off most of the, the household chores onto our wives. <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, it's true. We don't. I don't get the messages like, "Hey, make sure you take the car and make sure." You, I don't do any of those things. She handles all that stuff. Well, that's happens. not true. I mean, you do all the bike maintenance, right? <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't have to have, like happen. Oh, I see. It's, it's not. And I bikes. do that at. I do that at home on the weekend and stuff. It's not a. It's not a, a business hours kind of appointment keeping, which is what he's talking right, about. Right. Yeah. Although, like post office bank runs, car maintenance. That's not like urgent need to get done right now none of that stuff is i have a feeling those were placeholders for other things but what is something that is so urgent that it needs to get done today like that's 
or just during working hours. That's the trouble. Okay. So sometimes when you do I, need to go to a bank or whatever. If you have to apply for a loan or a mortgage or, mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. you know, I, I get it. And it's part of it. And I think the, he, Garth, you know, you, uh, uh, how, what's your work environment at the mines, right? I think you work in a mine and they're flexible with this stuff. Uh, yeah. Can you batch it up and take an afternoon yeah. off and go get it all done? Yeah. That's a, that's an option. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know. It's communicate and plan. It's all you can do. Mm-hmm. You know, set aside mm-hmm. some time every day to be like, okay, what you know, forecast what kind of things we need to take care of. Do we have any bills? And that get gonna... her back, of course. What? Get her back? What do you mean? By making her my life super miserable. Like, oh, yeah. Flip the commute and then, uh, you know, make it easy on yourself so that you have more time. Be like, we need to move closer to my work since I have to do all this other stuff. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. I think you know what. Mm-hmm. We're an hour in. I'm gonna call it here. Cue the music. Thank you for listening to our show. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at dads at dadsbeingdads.com. We're on Facebook too, forward slash dadsbeingdadspodcast. All four words, all jammed together. Or search Dads Being Dads Podcast. You can find us. Throw us a like and some comments. And of course, iTunes. Send us a review and some sweet, sweet stars. Twitter too, but uh, we'll have to get back on that. But you can find us.